Hey there, this is Molly Patrick, and you are listening to episode 59 of the Clean Food Dirty Girl podcast. Coming to you straight from my yoga room slash guest room slash podcast studio. This room is sort of like the kitchen drawer that holds everything. It's an all-purpose room. All right, uh, I want to remind you first before we get started that if you feel like you need to kind of hit the reset button, then uh, join me in January for the 2023 plant-fueled reset. Um, It's going to be awesome. It'll run from January 7th until February 4th. And if you sign up before November 29th, you can sign up, you can get $100 off. So that makes it $199 or $199 instead of $299. So do that. We're going to feel awesome. It's, um, I'm going to do it with you. And even if you kind of already follow a whole food plant-based diet, it's still going to be beneficial. The, the thing that I'm looking forward to most is sort of reining in a little bit and getting back to eating enough food that my so that my body has fuel but not overeating so not kind of like grazing throughout the day and sort of never quite feeling hungry because I'm not giving myself kind of the chance to get hungry so I'm kind of in that pattern right now of um you know kind of eating throughout the day a little bit so I'm really excited to get back to eating what my body needs to thrive and um, no more and no less. So that's what I'm looking forward to most and sort of resetting that hunger scale. I'm really excited about that. But also I'm excited to lead the reset and to connect with all of you. And we're opening a private or a, not, yeah, I guess it's a, private Slack channel only for people in the reset. So we'll have another place to communicate and be a community outside of Facebook, which I think is also awesome. Uh, Okay. So today, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Oh, okay. Let's talk about green juices and green smoothies because I haven't talked about this too much and I think it's worth talking about. Mm, so green juices and green smoothies can be an awesome addition to, well, to anybody's routine. Actually, anybody can benefit. Everyone can benefit. So here's why green juices and green smoothies are so healthy. And with all this said, well, I'll wait till the end. I'm going to tell you this part first. Okay, so there are certain phytonutrients that are um, kind of trapped within the cell wall of fruits and veggies that only get released when the cell when the cells are disrupted. So, have you ever heard? Maybe you've known somebody, or maybe you've heard about this that like chewing your food for a really long time is important. And like I've known, I've known people, and this to me has always been really annoying because I just want to shovel my food. <laughs> but I, I understand, right? I'm going to tell you why, why this is a thing. But I've known people who really take this to heart, and it's like they really chew their food for a very long 
time. And while that's awesome, I when I'm eating around somebody like that, I feel like some kind of jackal, like some kind of rabid jackal on a quest to like <laughs> eat everything as fast as I can. But those people who are very slow and um, thorough chewers are actually onto something because the more you chew, the more nutrients get released and are more available um, for your body to use, right? And this is because chewing helps break down those cell walls. So that makes sense. If you Okay, for example, if you have some kale, not that you would do this, but if you have some kale and you just put it in your mouth and swallow it without chewing it, those cell walls walls aren't getting disrupted and the and the full potential of the nutrients from that kale aren't being released and available or aren't being aren't available to the body or released in the body. So, chewing for a long time is awesome. However, we can never break down, especially veggies, especially leafy greens, right? But even a lot of different fruits and a lot of different veggies, we can never break them down with our teeth as efficiently as a blender or a juicer can. So if you think about it, you have like the teeth chewing up, right? The, the, the Let's just say kale. Okay, yeah, that's great. Release, releases a lot of nutrients. Fantastic. Nothing wrong with that. Then you put, let's say you put the kale in a smoothie with other ingredients and the blender like blends the shit out of it, right? That's going to disrupt the cell walls even more and the nutrients will be more bioavailable and more nutrients will be available and your body is better able to um, process them and use them to how your body sees fit. I mean, your body knows what to do with the nutrients once we um, eat the food, right? The body knows. It's not like we're managing what part of the body the nutrients goes to. Thank God. (laughs) We have enough to deal with. Um, Okay, so we have the chewing and then we have the blending. Then if you put that same kale into a juicer, that disrupts the cell walls even more. And it can't get disrupted much more than actually like turning turning the plant into liquid. So that's sort of why drinking green juices and drinking green smoothies is so beneficial. Um, not only because you're getting this huge blast of antioxidants and phytochemicals and vitamins and minerals and enzymes into your system, but all of those nutrients are more bioavailable when they are um, blended and juiced, right? And bioavailable just means that your body can better absorb them. Okay, so when your body is running on plant fuel, um, you there's a whole amazing spectrum of things that happens. You repair damaged cells, you reduce inflammation in the body, you boost your immune system, um, you up your physical and mental energy and stamina, and you are constantly, your body is detoxifying your system on its own. Like, <laughs> it is true that when, well, and when we do the reset, you will be feeling some 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 detox symptoms depending on how much like processed food and sugar and alcohol you're coming off from. But the body has a built-in detoxification system and that really works incredibly well um, when you're fueling with plants. 
So pretty powerful stuff. Okay, now with all that being said, green juices and green smoothies um, aren't like going to make us live forever, right? <laughs> it, it's not like the key to um, eternal health and well-being and staving off death. No, that's obviously not going to happen. And, you know, you can drink green smoothies and green juices and still get sick. This is true. This is not like a miracle thing to do to uh, protect the body from all that ails us. I mean, it definitely helps with a lot of things and it definitely um, helps, helps us reach the potential of our individual health right? That each of us are able to get to. Um, but it's not like this miracle cure. And, um, you know, it's, it's a nice thing to be able to do for the body. And it's a nice thing to supplement with what you're already doing. You know, like, okay, for example, one time I went on a juice fast and I went on a juice fast because I, my drinking was out of control. My smoking was my, you know, smoking cigarettes was making me just winded and feeling like shit. And so, of course, I'm like, okay, I'm going to do a juice fast. And so I, the day before I do the fast, I get that thing, like, and you know it, right? Okay, I am not going to be able to eat or I'm not going to be able to have this soon. So I'm going to overcompensate and just like binge. And so I completely binged on Chinese food. I went for dim sum and the, the day before I fasted, juice fasted, and I ate so much dim sum that I did not feel good at all. And then the next day I started juice fast. Oh, it was the worst thing. This was like long time ago, long time ago before I knew, <laughs> before I knew much actually. <laughs> I don't even know how I survived that period of my life. But anyways, I would find myself, yeah, the detox for me was like horrendous. And I was like, oh my God, like, there's certain things like, you know, I've even led juice fasts in the past and I've gone on juice fast, but there's things that you kind of have to do to make it a better experience for yourself. Like, um, you, it's it's a process. Like the first the the few days leading up to a fast, like you really want to eat like super like light meals, and you don't want to eat a lot of food. You kind of want to ease into it. And I I didn't know. I just like went all out. But the but the point is, and I don't go on juice fast anymore, and I don't lead. I don't include juice fasting or any kind of fasting in my resets because. I'm at the point now where I see, like looking back, I understand why I was doing juice fasting and it was to compensate for my very unhealthy lifestyle. And so now that I have a very healthy lifestyle, I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't need to juice fast. Like I'm, I'm healthy every day. My body is, is utilizing its natural detoxification system you know, every single day. And so I incorporate green juices and green smoothies into my routine, not every day, um, but often. And that's just part of my, um, my, my healthy routine. That's it. So I don't feel that need to uh, go totally on like a fast. So anyways, that's a little bit about that. So if, 
so like I guess my to that point green juices and green smoothies are fantastic but they're not going to negate like all the crappy choices we make <laughs> right they'll help they're going to help your body for sure but it's not like um they are this quick fix miracle thing that we can do to justify then uh, making unhealthy choices, which is totally what I used to do. And it didn't make me a bad person. Um, that's just where I was at. And that definitely caused some damage for sure. All right. So let's talk about the difference between green juice and green smoothies. Now, some of you may know this, um, if you are newer, maybe you don't, but here's, here's really the, the difference. So, um, a green smoothie is when you put a bunch of ingredients into a blender and you blend all the ingredients together. And so what this does is that this not only breaks down all those cell walls and creates a huge concoction of nutrients that are avail- you know, very available to your body to absorb, but it also keeps the fiber intact. And um, that fiber actually kind of slows down the digestion of the smoothies, so your your blood doesn't spike as much, especially if you're if you're not, you know, I'll talk about this in a minute, but smoothies should be mainly veggies and like a teeny bit of fruit to sweeten them up. Um, I'm not talking about fruit smoothies with, you know, all fruit and nothing else. Um, I'm going to hit on that in a moment. But so smoothies have fiber. They're made in a blender. They have fiber. That fiber, of course, helps your body. Now, a green juice is made in a juicer. And the juice is kind of stripped from the fiber. And then the fiber is discarded. And then when you drink that juice, the body absorbs it right away because there is no fiber to slow down the process. Okay. And that and when you have green smoothies, you're going to digest it slower because that fiber is still intact. Okay. Now, one is not like better than the other. They're just different, right? One has no fiber and gets absorbed. One has lots of fiber and gets digested, right? So smoothies get digested because it has fiber. Green juices get absorbed because of the lack of fiber. Okay, so now let's talk about like what goes in a green juice and what goes in a green smoothie. So you might be able to go to a fast food place or like a Jamba Juice type situation and get a smoothie. And a lot of people think by ordering a smoothie by default, sort of because it has the name smoothie, it's healthy. (laughs) And that is just not true. All smoothies and juices are definitely not created equal. So when it comes to juices and smoothies, I always make my own. I don't buy them. There are times, like if I'm traveling, for example, and I find a juice bar that make the juice right there as I'm standing there and there's lots of greens in them, like I will order one. Um, but a lot of times if you order juices and smoothies from like a juice bar or, you know, restaurants that have them, they're not going to use quality ingredients and they're going to be adding a lot of ingredients that really kind of just aren't helping the body like sweeteners or um, like dairy or 
you know, all kinds of things, different flavors, stuff like that. So making them at home is of course optimal. So let's talk about smoothies first. Um, and this is sort of, I'll give you a little framework. Um, there's a lot of different ways to do it. There's, I mean, we have it, I'll, I'll put this in the show notes, but we have a ton of um, smoothie recipes on our blog that you can try out if you're kind of just wanting some guidance. But the best thing about smoothies is you can kind of play around and make make them how you like them because you're the one making them. And it's not like baking. It's not some scientific thing that you need just exactly this amount of one thing and, you know, half a teaspoon of another thing is going to throw something off. Like this is very, you can experiment with this very easily. So what I like to do in my smoothies is I do half water and half soy milk. So that's sort of like the liquid base. And then I put in a couple of handfuls of leafy greens, whatever I have in my fridge. So I have at any given time in my fridge, I'll have like kale, collard greens, chard, and then sometimes spinach. Um, I don't put like bitter greens in my smoothies. So for example, um, you know, like mustard greens or arugula or even watercress, I leave those ones out and I stick to the more neutral tasting ones, like the kale, collard greens, chard. Mm. If you're brand new to this and you don't like the green flavor, (laughs) I would start with spinach because spinach has a much more mild uh, taste. And you can buy fresh spinach, you can buy frozen spinach, um, whatever you like there. So I start with water and soy milk, unsweetened soy milk specifically. I get soy milk that has just like two ingredients, water and organic soybeans. And then I add my leafy greens. And then I will add some really ripe banana. And I'll let my bananas get super ripe. And then I'll stick them in the fridge, or if they get too ripe, I'll peel them and put them in my freezer to put in smoothies. So I'll do a banana, and then I love to put berries. So either strawberries, blueberries, raspberries, blackberries. Um, And I like to use those frozen because I like my smoothies cold. So I always have some organic mixed berries in in my freezer, or like if I'm at the grocery store and I see a big sale on blueberries or raspberries, I'll I'll buy like a couple containers and then I'll freeze them and then I'll add those to my smoothies. And then I add a mix of chia seeds, hemp seeds, and flax seeds. And you can choose either of these, right? You can choose just hemp seeds, just chia seeds, um, just flax seeds. But in, like I did that for a long time. I was kind of like, okay, one day I would have one type of seed, then the next day I would have the other. But then I got smart and I was like, hey, why don't I just make a blend with all three of those and keep it in a jar in my fridge um, so that the oils don't go rancid and just add that to my smoothies. And so what I do um, is I blend my flax seeds. I put in equal amounts. So I usually make like a big batch of this and I'll put one cup of flax seeds in my blender and blend, blend, blend. Um, well, no, one cup of flax seeds and then one cup of chia seeds and then blend that. So it's a, like a powder, put that into a bowl and then add one cup of hemp seeds to that bowl and mix it all together. So it's important to blend um, 
to blend flax seeds. Because if you don't blend flax seeds, they literally go right through you and you don't get any of the benefits. So blending those and the same with chia seeds. I mean, you can have chia seeds without being blended, but if you want the optimal um, nutrients from chia seeds, definitely blend them. So I blend those two together and there's no need to blend the hemp seeds because they're already quite um, soft and you don't need to, to blend them any more than they're going to be blended in your smoothie. So one cup chia seeds in the blender, one cup flax seeds, and then blend, 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 add it to a bowl, add one cup of hemp seeds, stir that all up. And then I put, I fill like a mason jar and I put that in the fridge and then I put whatever's left over in my freezer for next time. So I don't have to do this all the time. And then I just do a little shake of that. And maybe it's like taste tablespoon or so. And then, okay, so we have water, soy milk, greens, um, some fruit, some seeds, and then I'll put in kind of some extra things. So sometimes I like to put parsley or mint or like part of a cooked sweet potato or a piece of turmeric or a piece of ginger. Um, or maybe I used to do this. I used to put cinnamon. I can't eat cinnamon anymore because I have an allergy, but, um, you could put a little bit of cardamom if you wanted, or a little bit of nutmeg or some cacao powder. Um, I love to put red cabbage, putting a little red cabbage in there. Sometimes I like to put a little cilantro once in a while. It might not be everybody's cup of tea, but I really love cilantro in a smoothie. So I just do some some extras, whatever I have in my fridge that looks like, oh yeah, that would add a little like punch to my to my smoothie. And I just place all of that in the blender and then I just blend, blend, blend. And then I taste it. And sometimes I get it perfect right the first try. I don't measure any of this stuff. However, the links to the smoothie recipes that I'm going to share with you do have measurements. So if you're new to this, you can definitely utilize that. But I just put a little bit of this, put a little bit of that. Sometimes they come out amazing and I don't have to do anything. And sometimes I'm like, it's too thick. I need a little bit more liquid or "Eh, it's not quite sweet enough. I need a little bit more banana or like, hey, I didn't get enough like greens. I'm going to add some more of that. Um, Another thing I love to add is celery. Love adding celery or like carrot, right? Really easy way, especially for people who, I don't know, have trouble eating like raw veggies for whatever reason, blending them is a great option and and kind of something different from like a soup, you know? I mean, I really think of smoothies as like a a soup in a blender, um, the way that I make them, which is totally different than the, you know, super sticky sweet smoothies that that most places will, uh, that where you can buy them, right? It's, it's much, much different. So it's more like a salad or a veggie soup just in a different format (laughs) okay so that's how I make my smoothies and then I adjust it I'm like okay adjust it until I get get it to where I want it to be and then I drink it right away I don't um I don't like sometimes I'll make some extra and then if because I don't you know if I drink like eight ounces that's really good for me um, no, not eight ounces. If I drink 16 ounces, that's usually good for me. But if I don't want to, I typically won't drink more than that because I'll get too full. So if I have any extra, I'll just put it in the fridge and I'll try to drink it within a day because those nutrients start to break down and become less available to you um, and it starts to oxidize. So ideally, it's it, you have your smoothie right away. Um, but 
if you want to save some of it and drink it the next day, that's going to be more beneficial than not drinking it at all, is how I kind of think of it. Okay, so let's, that's smoothies. Let's talk about juices real quick. So this is another one where you just have to play around with some with different ingredients. So here, here's a list of the most common ingredients that are juiced. And there's some ingredients that are never juiced. So the ones that are common to use is celery, cucumbers, beets, carrots, um, lettuce, bell peppers, parsley, turmeric, ginger, um, Granny Smith apples, so green apples, um, pears, grapefruit. Uh, some people use garlic. I don't. I'm not that brave. <laughs> um, some citrus, some mint, and then leafy greens. Now, here are some things that don't juice well. So you, you wouldn't want to juice an avocado. You could put um, a little bit of avocado in a smoothie, which is great um, because actually when you eat like certain leafy greens and certain veggies in the in the presence of fat it can make some of the vitamins more available to the body and so that's why I use soy milk because soy milk has a little bit of fat but if I if I was just using water in my smoothies I would add a little bit of avocado um, just to get a little fat but avocados you wouldn't juice um eggplant you wouldn't juice bananas nope you wouldn't juice them mushrooms um cherries because they have a pit um So there's some things that you just wouldn't juice. But apart from that, you can definitely play around with the, you know, with the ingredients. So one of my favorite combinations is cucumber, turmeric, lime, ginger, kale, and green apple. And I like doing cucumber because it gives me a lot of juice because there's a lot of water in cucumbers. And so it gives me more, more juice. So there's two types of juicers out there. There is the juicer that grinds, so it acts more like very powerful teeth. It grinds it. It's called the masticating juicer. And so that like really presses the juice out. And that kind of juicer, actually, the nutrients stay good for longer as opposed to the centrifugal juicer, which has like a spinning basket and it spins. And there's pros and cons to both of the juicers, right? The masticating juicer, it's a bitch to juice because you have to cut all the thing, all the veggies and the fruits in little pieces and stick it in this hole and shove it down. So it's kind of a process and it's kind of a pain in the ass to clean up. But the juice, the, the nutrients in the juice last longer. And with this one, you get a lot more juice out of the, especially the veggies like the pulp that comes out of a masticating juicer is practically dry. And so you're getting literally that juicer is squeezing every last bit of liquid from the fiber. And so that's great because you don't have to buy as much produce to get a bigger yield of actual juice. So it can be more cost effective as well because you're not going to be buying as much produce. Mm. I haven't put it to the test to see like how much juice one bunch of kale gets from a masticating juicer versus a centrifugal juicer. I just know that it's more. Um, I wonder if you picked up that ding. That was my Slack channel. And I forgot <laughs> to pause notifications because it just turned 8 o'clock here. And 8 a.m. is when my notifications start going off. Okay, so 
the centrifugal juicer, the basket type, it's good because it's kind of, it's a quicker process. You don't have to have your, your, your produce cut up into as small of pieces. It's, it's easier to clean up. Um, but the nutrients in the juice from that one start to oxidize faster. And so if you're going to use that type of juicer, and these are the, the more affordable option for sure, those masticating juicers can be like up to $1,000. They can be crazy expensive. Um, but if you use the centrifugal juicer, the, the more affordable basket type that you can get like at Target or Walmart or whatever, um, just drink the juice right when you make it instead of waiting or storing it in the fridge because the, the nutrients will start to oxidize and then not be available for your body. And then you'll just be kind of wasting your time because that's when you're talking about juicing, you're not getting the fiber. So you don't have that benefit. You're really going for the boost of nutrients. So you want to utilize that as best you can or make that happen as best you can. So drinking it right after you make it, if you're using the basket spinning type of juicer is the smartest thing to do. Um, when I use, I've, I've used both. I have a masticating juicer, um, a really nice one that one of my very dear friends gave me. And when I make juice with that type of juicer, I'll make like a couple of quarts and then I'll keep it in my fridge because the nutrients stay good. I think up until like 72 hours so I can like not drink it, it all at once. Um, okay. So that is, Yeah. So that's juices, that's smoothies, that's the difference between them, that's sort of the ingredients in them. Uh, I think that I pretty much covered it. I don't know, I, I need to go make a juice or a smoothie right now is what needs to happen. <laughs> now my body is really wanting one. Um, I do, I will say it's, oh, I'm going to tell you this quick little story. So I was in, let's see, we were in Malaysia. This was a couple, oh no, more than a couple years ago. Have you guys noticed that you always tend to say like, oh, it was a couple years ago and maybe it was like actually eight years ago, but we're still saying it's a couple years ago. Um, a similar thing happened to me. Somebody, there's this girl that I was talking about and I don't even remember who it was or what, who, I think I was talking with my mom about this and my mom goes, oh, how old is she? And I was like, oh, my age. And she's like, oh, I said, you know, like 30. And in that moment, like I truly, like I knew the girl was 30. And in that moment, I truly believed that she was my age, which means in that moment, I truly believed that I was 30, (laughs) which that's like a 12 year difference here. I am not 30. I am 42. But I really thought like, oh yeah, my age, 30. Great. It's like we, I don't know. I forget. So wild. Time is wild. Um, So a couple years ago, which was not a couple years ago, is probably five years ago. Uh, Luann and I were in Malaysia for when we go to when we go to Asia, we usually stay at least a month because it's it's uh, takes a long time to get there. And once we're there, we often or once we're in Malaysia, we often go to different um, parts of that part. We, we go to different countries in that part of the world. So we'll go to like Singapore or we'll go to like Indonesia or Thailand or well, Japan isn't in Southeast Asia, but we like to go to Japan too, which is like seven, a seven hour flight from Malaysia. But we had been in Asia for like going on four weeks. And when I'm in Asia, I don't do juices and I don't do smoothies because it's just not conducive. Um, I, we usually say with Luann's mom or Luann's brother, 
and their kitchens are sort of their kitchens and I try to make like you know I have I'll I'll eat mainly like um, I buy some hummus and some a lot of fruit and I'll have some veggies in the fridge but I try to not get in their way and not kind of impose myself um I we have a ton of blogs about how I eat when I travel to Asia if you're interested I can link those in the show notes too but I don't do juices I don't do smoothies um when I travel there and Luann and I were on a train going to Thailand and I was we took we we got the train at like midnight or something and so we got one of those like one of the areas that has like a little bed and so I was sleeping and I like my body was craving green juice so bad that my entire dream while I was on the train was me going through the process of making a green juice and the whole thing like I was setting up my juicer I was taking the produce out of the fridge I was washing the produce I was putting it all in the bowl I was juicing you know the beet and the carrot and the celery and the apple and all of the kale and I was watching this like this like liquid green liquid health gold like coming out of the juicer into a cup and then I would just put the cup to my mouth and drink it down and I felt my whole body perking up and my cells becoming alive and that those nutrients were just like being absorbed by my body and it was so intense and so real that I actually like I woke up and I feel I felt like I had a green juice but I was crazy, like my body was craving those nutrients so bad <laughs> that I was literally just dreaming of the process. And so, and I say this to say, once you start doing this, once you start making smoothies or making juices, your body is going to love it. Your body's going to love it. And your body will start to crave it. And you will crave green stuff you will crave the juices you will crave the smoothies um because because your body is so happy and it's really assisting your body so one last thing i should say if you like okay so i always use in my in my green juice because there is no fiber there can be the tendency to um have the blood sugar spike and you know, if you are someone who needs to be mindful of that, I would suggest staying away from veggies that are naturally sweet, like beets and carrots. And if you use any kind of fruit to sweeten it up, make sure that you're using green apple and just add a little bit. And that will, that'll help, um, kind of make sure that your blood sugar doesn't spike but you know just be mindful of that and if you are somebody who has to be mindful of that maybe start with smoothies because smoothies have the fiber and the juices don't um but even with the smoothies you know um like i don't i won't add like super sweet fruit like mangoes um i i really stick to like ripe bananas and berries and then the rest veggies so you know, I just like to, to keep my blood sugar nice and even, but that's just a little, little add on I wanted to, to throw out there. So, okay, I'm going to go to my kitchen. I'm going to go make a smoothie because I have a bunch of bananas and I need to use them up. So I'm going to go make a smoothie. I'm going to drink it down and do a little, 
little little happy dance and I feel my cells perk up. And um, yeah, look in the show notes for some links for some recipes. If you have any questions, you can always email us support at cleanfoodtrudygirl.com and please join my reset. It would be so much fun to have you. Um, like I said, kickoff call is January 7th and then we're going to February 4th. And basically what we're going to do is follow a list of six guidelines. You're going to have a, a ton of videos and downloads um, provided. And then I'm doing coaching sessions, like 60 to 90 minute coaching sessions every week so that you have massive accountability. Um, I'm also going to be in the Slack channel, answering questions, chatting with you all, and I'm going to be following along as well. Okay. I hope you have a fabulous day and I will talk to you soon. Bye. Hey again. All right. I forgot to mention a couple of tips that I wanted to share with you. And so I'm going to share them here. If you want to try making a green juice and you don't have a juicer, you can totally try it out to see what you think before you invest in a juicer. So here's how you do that. You can put all of your ingredients, your juice ingredients, into a blender and you can add some water and you can blend, blend, blend everything up. And then all you need the, best, the thing that works best for this, um, you can order online or you can buy them at most health food stores, a nut milk sack. So it's a sack that you make nut milk with. Like let's say you want to make almond milk, you put almonds and water in a blender and then you pour that mixture through the nut milk sack and you strain it out. So it's, it, it's, it's, um, it's like very, very, it, it filters things out, right? So it's a really good kind of filtration system. So you can pour, if you put all of the ingredients for a juice into the blender with water, you can pour it through that nut milk sack, nut sack, some people call call it, and squeeze out the liquid. And then in the, in the bag, you're left with the pulp. And you can just discard the pulp or put it in your compost. Some people make crackers out of it. I've never done it. I've tried. They're horrible but maybe you can find a good recipe online. Uh, yeah, and then drink the juice. So, and I actually know somebody who had has a juicer, but prefers this method just because it's easier to clean up. Um, I think it's kind of a pain in the ass to squeeze it all out of the of the bag, but um, it's, it totally works. And if you want to try this before you invest in a juicer, uh, this is a lot more accessible because that bag will only cost you I don't know, probably under $10. And that's really, well, that in the blender, right? Is all you need to try that. I do have a recipe for a juicerless juicer juice that I will link in the show notes so that you have the ratios of uh, produce to water. And the other thing that I wanted to mention is if you are adding turmeric and ginger to your smoothies or to your juices, um, I never peel them. Because everything just gets pulverized or juiced. And uh, to me, peeling that stuff is just kind of a waste of time. So I will just simply, you know, wash off the ginger and turmeric and put it in my blender or put it in the juicer without peeling it. So, okay, those are the last two things. I hope you have an awesome day and um, go make some green for your body, some green juice or some green or a green smoothie. Your body will love it. Okay, bye. Hey, thanks for listening. 
If you enjoy this podcast, you are going to love Plant Fueled Life, our monthly membership where we help you eat more plants and celebrate that beautiful human imperfection that we all have. You can try it out for free for 10 days by going to the show notes of this episode and clicking on free trial. You can also go to our website, cleanfooddirtygirl.com and clicking on the banner at the top of the website, uh, click on start free trial and that'll get you there too. Also, if you enjoyed this episode or if you enjoyed, or if you enjoy this podcast, will you do me a solid and rate and review it so that other people can find it as well? Okay. Thanks so much.